Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4, Tucson AZ 85712. Or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um, hit them up. Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. everyone welcome back to another exciting episode of screaming chewy show i'd like to welcome actress special guest liz Priestley. how you doing liz i'm great thank you for having me how you doing doing great doing great and um hey i'm very excited for your new movie coming up uh concrete cowboys yes 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 i'm excited too i haven't seen it yet <laughs> i mean trailer looks amazing and uh man you working with uh, idris elbow right Yes, I yeah, it just Elba, he's so awesome. And when I worked with him, he was still the reigning uh sexiest man alive, according to People magazine. So that was really exciting. That was Damn. fun um, <laughs> Y'all guess who I'm working with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um before you, we get into your acting career, I'd like to talk about um uh, I see that you, you're very uh, good with instruments and musicals as well. I, well, it's funny because I do come from a musical background uh, originally. Um, yeah, I, you know, I started playing instruments when I was about four and I've kind of kept that up, you know, for the rest of my life. So um, and actually, I, I keep joking with people. I'm like most of the people in my hometown here in Philly that uh that know me, they all know me sort of as a musician or really as a singer. Um, so it's been very cool to be able to tell people like, I'm making my film debut. This is serious. I'm actually doing it because they don't. It's like, oh, you're an actor. <laughs> it's like, yes, I am. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, you're very talented. I mean, um, Jack of all trades seems like. Well, yeah, 
be, you know, I always figured um, like music for me, it was always a, a stepping stone to the acting stuff. I mean, I always knew I wanted to be an actor, but um, yeah, music just came first. So, and then it became, I want to be as well-rounded as possible. So I tried to learn, you know, as many instruments as I could and, and, um, you know, but it was always the goal of now, how can I use this to push me a step closer to making movies, you know, but yeah, I, I like it. And it, it pops up at random times. I mean, I play violin and I have had auditions where they're like, can you please bring your violin? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, Oh, that's um, cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't expect to be using it still. And yet, yeah, I still have ones where people will ask me. And, uh, and then of course, you know, I, uh, I went to college for musical theater. So I still get to do those auditions from time to time. And I have, you know, I've been in plenty of productions that were just, you know, plays. And yet somewhere along the lines, the director will say to me, Oh, I hear you're a singer. Could you throw a song in here? Or do you think you could sing a little bit of a little something in here? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> throw a little bonus in there, right? Yeah, a little something extra and it's fun. So, you know, I'm glad I've gotten the training in all of those different areas. But, you know, like I said, it's, it's keeping me getting closer and closer and closer to my ultimate goal which is to make movies wow so you're very passionate and a uh, very goal oriented as well mm -hmm. i mean because because if your mindset is okay what can i do to get closer to acting like that's following your dream right there that's dedication yeah i mean you gotta be i think this is an industry and a business where i mean if you're not passionate about it and just severely ambitious about it then you won't you won't make it because such a, a slim few, you know, really do make it. And so you really do have to have that drive um, because it's so competitive. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've always been like that. And it's funny because I think when people meet me and we talk and they see my personality, they don't necessarily get that from my personality um, because I'm very laid back and I'm very cheerful and I'm very, you know, easygoing. But yeah, when it comes to acting and the career that I wanted to make for myself, I really felt like, you know, you got to push, you got to constantly push and you just got to, you know, drive, drive, drive until you get to where you want to be. So. <laughs> and, and, you know, and you made it, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. It's amazing. And, um, you know, the instruments, man, I tried playing guitar <laughs> and I fucking suck so bad. Like I had it for like five years and I still suck. Like I'd be so bad. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna practice today. And I get off work and I'm like, I'm tired. I'm gonna practice tomorrow. And then like, I never practiced and I suck so bad. I'm like, yeah, guitar's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, guitar is hard. I have actually tried to learn guitar a couple times and that is a very challenging instrument and it frustrates me because I play other string instruments. So I would think that it wouldn't be so difficult and it just is, but it's a beautiful instrument. And I love, like, I always wanted to play um, electric bass and uh, I, I don't, but I've always wanted to. Uh, so, but I'm, I'm like, let me learn the guitar first, but it's guitar is hard to me. It's hard. 
Mm-hmm. Especially since I have fat fingers, I would keep pressing like <laughs> different strings. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so what's your favorite instrument out of all of them? Um, all the ones that I play are just all the instruments in general. Uh, all the ones, all the ones you play. Like, which one like, do you find more fun to practice on? And play? I honestly, oh boy, that's a great question. I think my favorite out of all of them was probably piano, um, because there's there's so much you can do with the piano, um, in terms of how you're playing it. You know, whether you're using that elongated pedal or if you're, you know, you're using the mute pedals. So everything kind of, it kind of comes out a little muffled and there's, um, I don't know. I just feel very peaceful when I'm playing the piano. I'm by no means, uh, you know, an, uh, an expert in piano, but I mean, I'm good enough where, um, I can accompany myself if I'm singing or I can accompany other people and I can read chords and I can also read music. And, Piano is one of those instruments that you feel really accomplished when you're playing it because your hands are really doing two different things at the same time. And um, it is a real challenge on your left and right brains because you really do have to, you know, it's like it's like you have to split, split your brain uh, per hand. But I love it. I just, I love um, all the things you can do with piano. I love the different styles of music that piano can fit into because you know, violin is a beautiful instrument too, but I don't really hear a ton of violins in like hip hop music or like, you know what I'm saying? Whereas like piano just seems a little more uh, versatile, but I like them all. I really do. I mean, music is, is and has been such a big part of my life that, you know, I just, I love all the instruments. I really do. And I played in an orchestra for years. And uh, I think that also helped me develop an appreciation for all those instruments when you're in there and it's an 80 piece, you know, orchestra and all the, you know, you see those big basses and you see, um, you know, like people playing the French horns, a French horn is like such a fascinating instrument to me because it just looks like a bunch of loops and, and curves and, you know, and then those huge ones. Um, so they're the ones they're kind of, uh like bell shaped you kind of hold them in your lap like sideways and then you got like the trombones with the big slides and i mean brass instruments are cool my dad played trumpet and one of my younger sister plays uh one of my younger sisters plays trumpet as well and brass instruments are so cool to me um yeah i you know music is great <laughs> yeah for real and orchestra man that's teamwork and a half right there to get it all yeah and again you know that's dedication because it's like we were there and and this was a youth orchestra so it's like high school kids middle school and high school kids every sunday for like four or five hours rehearsing playing orchestra music like it's not typically i think how most kids would spend their sunday afternoons and yet you know i did that for years but it was cool because our orchestra, you know, we got to go on tour in Europe and um, we played a lot of different really great venues in in Philly and around Pennsylvania and uh, a little bit in New Jersey as well. So, I mean, it was a very cool experience. And um, 
so how'd you get into acting? How'd you go from music to acting? I mean, I, I know you have that dedication and you had it planned, but how'd you get your foot in the door? So acting for me, I mean, it always kind of went hand in hand with music. Like, I don't remember a time when I didn't want to be an actor. Uh, when I was younger, um, I would, you know, go to like school plays that my sisters were in. And I remember seeing them up there and being like, what is that that they're doing? And how do I do that? You know, like it was fascinating to me that like my sister is up on stage, but she's not my sister right now she's this woman from you know the 1800s and she's got an accent and she's dressed in these odd clothes like I just thought that was so cool that there was something um there was a job that exists where you get to play pretend for a living and um I never grew out of that I just always I was fascinated by that and you know when I was a kid I watched a lot of tv a lot of movies and I would always find myself like pretending that I was a character in the show I was watching or the movie that I had just seen or whatever. And I just found that the older I got, I, I kept hanging on to those, that kind of feeling of, oh my goodness, this is so exciting. Like this whole world that I just saw for 30 minutes on television. It's fascinating. I wonder what that would be like. And, you know, and then about, I would say maybe about age seven, was when I really kind of started vocalizing that to people and saying, I want to be an actor when I grow up. So that's kind of around it. But I always wanted to, I was just fascinated. I was fascinated by like old, um, old school celebrities from like the fifties and sixties and, or even the forties too. Um, I just loved it. I loved the process of movie making. I loved the, the idea that like, you know, like, perfect example for my movie you know if you don't know how to ride a horse they will pay you to learn how to horseback ride so you can be in a movie like that is fascinating to me you know wow for so. real i never thought about that the teacher yeah. karate <laughs> yeah like i mean and you, you think about like all the action movie stars like things that you watch and you go oh they didn't know how to do that before and they had to learn and you know i i think that's cool and like i've uh used this example before but you know, when I was a kid, the Mighty Ducks movies were huge. And I was like, these kids didn't know how to play hockey before these movies came out. And they had to learn to be hockey players. Like, that is amazing, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah I, I love all of that. And I always have. I don't remember a time when I didn't. Yeah. You know, like uh, Keanu Reeves, he had to learn martial arts for The Matrix. Yeah. He and, was... you know... He's funny, too, because if you look at some of his earlier movies from early in his career, he, he was in like, oh, Bill um, and Ted. Yeah, Bill like and the Ted. But then he was like in Dangerous Liaisons and then like some other period pieces, like I think Much Ado About Nothing, where he's like supposed to be, you know, this English guy. And it's just like, you know, Keanu Reeves doing an English accent in a period piece is hilarious. You know, oh, like I gotta see that. <laughs> it's, you know, fascinating to me. But there he is in like a powdered wig and tights. It's like, okay. What the hell? Oh my God. Because he didn't really, you know, he didn't really become the action star we know and love today until speed came out and did really well before that his mm -hmm. his 
movies were kind of all over the place. And then Speed came out and that, you know, ended up being his niche. Like that's, that's his thing. And I love that. And there's so many actors like that where you look at their early careers and you go, what? <laughs> but I love that. I really do. <laughs> that's true. You know, you go from the Matrix to Bill and Ted where he's like, whoa. Yeah. Now imagine him going, whoa, in a Shakespeare play. <laughs> so, it doesn't, you know, I think he, I can't remember the, um, the speech he had, but it was, you know, like he's going, he's talking to the woman and he's like, dost thou know? Dost thou, wilt thou not come with me? Whoa. It's like, oh. <laughs> Oh my, oh. that's great <laughs> it's so wonderful wow and um so i see uh you're also starting uh jessica jones yeah oh my goodness i well that was my first um tv credit i guess it's my only tv credit. uh yeah i yeah i got cast in an episode of jessica jones and it, you know, went up to New York, did the whole thing, shot it. It was awesome. And then they ended up cutting my part for time. Oh, so, yeah. And I did that thing where, you know, you tell everybody that, hey, I'm going to be on this episode on this night. Make sure you watch for me. And then everybody watched it and they're like, where were you? Did we miss you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, that sucks, man. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, that was like my one connection to the MCU, but well, yeah, to the Marvel Universe, but they were really wonderful. They they called and said, you know, we had to cut you for time. We're so sorry. But they said, um, you know, the good news is that you can still audition to be a part of the Marvel Universe. And I was like, yes. So my, you know, having been an actor for so long, um, now when I do auditions or when I do something like this, where I do the part and then it gets cut, I always have the the mindset of, well, I didn't get that because something bigger and better is around the corner. So I figure, all right, if my part in Jessica Jones got cut, then there must be something in the Marvel universe that's bigger and better for me somewhere. So I'm I'm excited maybe one day I want to be part of the Dora Milaje in uh in Black Panther. I want to be one of those women. I don't know if they have any openings, but <laughs> I wow. need to be one of them. That would be With amazing. The, you know, shaved head and the just muscular build. I want to be one of them. They're awesome. The bar is open. Sit back. Grab a cold one and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for Happy Hour News. Hey, so I'm sure you've noticed I've been getting a lot more celebrity guests on my show. And this is all thanks to Steve Joyner. He's a publicist. And man, this guy takes his work seriously. He does not fuck around. 
and this guy is keeping me busy yo he, yeah i'm just getting so many celebrity guests thank you so much steve joining and um if you yourself are an actor director producer and you are looking for a, a publicist do not hesitate to contact steve right he is a really cool guy you'll love him okay his phone number is 816-605-4561. Or if you would like to email him, it's uh, all one word, starts with a capital S, and it's stevesjnetwork at gmail.com. So again, starts with a capital S, and then it's T-E-V-E-S-J-N-E-T-W-O-R-K at gmail.com. Tell him Screamy Chewy sent you. You will not be disappointed. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to you, Steve. Thanks again, bro. Peace. Those chicks are badass. They kick right? ass. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, whatever I would need to do to be a part of that, I will do that. But who knows? Who knows? <laughs> no, and like you were saying, you know, that, that part didn't uh, play in uh, Jessica Jones and, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason, and I could totally see you in a big Marvel movie like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm like, I always think that if something doesn't work out, it's because there's something bigger and better. So who knows? Maybe, you know, this time next year, we'll be talking and I'll be like, I'm making my Marvel debut. <laughs> right? For real. <laughs> Yo, and they didn't cut it this time. Yeah. Did, did not cut me. I, you know, it happens. And like I said, it's that cliche thing that actors do where we get so excited and we just tell everyone. And then of like, of course, it's like, oh, you see the back of my head. That was it. You know what I mean? But <laughs> no, this one, you know, like I said, they they had to cut it. But they were very gracious in that they called because that doesn't always happen either. So it was nice. Nice. Yeah. And uh, for Concrete Cowboys, how long did it did the uh, were you there for filming? So I had a total of eight days that I was there, and it's funny because Idris Elba also had eight days, but we only had one day of, or I'm sorry, one and a half days of overlap. Oh. So he was there a different eight days than I was, but. Yeah, I mean, the the whole thing was shot in, I think, total, it was 28 days. So it was very quick, very, very quick. Um, but it basically shot for the month of August in 2019. So I was there for eight of those days. But yeah. Oh, damn. And uh, <laughs> could you tell me a little bit about that movie? Yeah, of course. Um, it basically is a father and son story. Um, you know, and I, I'm excited because they can't cut me because I set the story in motion. So this is exciting. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> um, but no, it's basically, you know, I have a, I have a 15 year old son, uh, in Detroit, um, who is acting up and really is not doing well. He's get he keeps getting kicked out of schools and all this other stuff. And basically my character, his mother, uh, just feels like, you know what, I've done everything for you that I can. I cannot do anything else for you. I'm at the end of my rope. And so, you know, she decides, look, I think you need to have a male influence in your life and I'm going to take you to see your father. And so uh, 
So she takes him to her to his dad in Philadelphia and basically dumps him on his dad's doorstep. But he thinks he's coming to Philly, you know, to be in Philly. But what he doesn't understand is that his father is actually the leader of this group of black cowboys in Philly. So what he's actually getting himself into is this whole world of um of urban cowboys that he didn't even know about. So it's a double nice. thing of getting to know who his father is and this world that he's a part of. So that's kind of the outline of what the what the film's about. So I'm, you know, I'm excited because it is a father-son story, but then it's set against this sort of uh historical framework of the black cowboys in Philadelphia, which is a real thing. And, you know, we we have real cowboys playing cowboys in our movie. And it's it's very exciting for that, for me anyway, because I want people to know that this is a real story with real people and this is a real place and all of that. So, yeah. Well, it's some um, some history right there, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's a history a lot of people don't know about. I didn't know about it. And I live here. Like, it was so shameful. I was like, wait, this is real? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't know about it. And I know a lot of other people don't. And so I'm hoping, and I know we all are, that this movie really does bring attention to these stables. Because they really do. They've been here since the Civil War. They've existed really to keep our kids off the streets by teaching them skills. I mean, they teach them how to care for a horse and how to ride a horse and how to, you know, all of that stuff. Um, so it's very, you know, it's exciting. I want people to really see the film and start asking questions. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, that's very important, you know, and they're taking their own time to do this and help kids out. You know, that's that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's really it's a special thing that they're doing. It's a really, really special thing. And I'm just excited I got to be a part of it because I I mean, goodness gracious, like I would have just been happy being in the movie. But, you know, being in the movie with <laughs> Idris Elba and Caleb McLaughlin and also like Method Man, it was just like, what? What is my life? <laughs> right. All with Method Man. I didn't realize he was in it. He is, and I think a lot of people are going to be very, you know, I know that he's on um, uh, Power, right? I think he's on, uh, and he's, you know, he's good on that. But I think people are going to be really impressed by what he does in this film, too. Um, and yeah, he's in it. And I embarrassed myself totally when I met him because I didn't recognize him at first. I know what he looks like and everything. This is so embarrassing because I had met Idris Elba like 10 minutes before that. And I was like still trying to process the fact that I had just met him. And then this guy came up to me and he's like, how you doing? And I just kind of fangirled about Idris Elba for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And then like I was walking away and that's when I realized, oh, I just said all that to Method Man. I could have you know, taking 10 seconds to be like, and I know you're method man, but like, I, it didn't register until I was already getting in my car. As you're talking to method man, you're like, Oh my God, Idris Elba. And he's like, really? <laughs> yeah. He was just like, yeah, he's great. Isn't he? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Good for you. Like, <laughs> he's very nice. I was like, 
later, I was like, oh, well, that was embarrassing. I know who he is. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, major oops. But he was very nice. He was very nice. <laughs> Everyone was. So, no, it was, it was awesome. It was a really cool experience. I keep saying to people, I'm like, if I never make another movie, I, you know, I can at least be like, I lived my dream in a very big way. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's something, you know, most people never do in their life, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I got to live my dream. That's, that's, that's intense and awesome and like awesome <laughs> it's just awesome <laughs> you know i got to talk to idris elba <laughs> like ah, yes i get to be on a horse with him i get to do a whole scene with him and it's like uh, what is my life like this is amazing <laughs> i think i've basically just been smiling since then kind of non-stop <laughs> so i need this movie to come out because my cheeks hurt now <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually coming out pretty soon right in the spring yes yeah we they haven't given us a release date yet but they keep you know sort of hinting you know first it was like 2021 early 2021 and now i know spring 2021 so yeah so we're almost there we're almost there you know, that's pretty good considering this whole coronavirus has halted a lot of projects and stuff you know it seems like a yeah well because and we shot pre COVID. I mean, really, it was at that point, we were talking about red carpet premieres and, you know, where we were going to do, you know, who was going to be able to go to an LA screening and who was going to go to the Philly screening and, you know, theaters and all that stuff. And then obviously, yeah, the pandemic started and that all just went away very, very, very quickly. Um, so in that sense, it's been a bit of a bummer because I'm like, it's my first film and I'm not really doing the typical film experience here. Like, this is all crazy. Um, but the blessing in there is the fact that it's Netflix where it's going to be shown. And everyone I know has Netflix. You know what I mean? So if it had to be on a streaming service, I'm very glad that this is the one that it's on um, because it just, I mean... It, it, so many people tune into that service. So I'm excited about it. But yeah, it's, you know, I hope my next film, I can do the theater thing and like actually go in there and see my face like 20 feet up and do the whole experience. But I'm happy that it's that it's Netflix. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Right. You know, yeah. it seems like it's the future now. You know, everything's going there. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's exciting regardless. So I'm trying to be positive about it for that. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's okay. <laughs> right. Next movie, you get your premiere. Yeah, next you know. movie. Exactly. <laughs> and so anything in the, in, in you're working on right now? Um, well, you know, I'm still auditioning my butt off, <laughs> but, um, I, the, the other blessing about the pandemic is that I've gotten a lot of writing done, which is, uh, you know, a new area for me. I mean, I've been writing for a long time, but I've never really shown anybody anything I've written and I've never really uh, done anything with scripts I've written, but I just wrote and shot a short film that I'll be uh, putting online soon. 
Um, so that was very exciting. And then I'm nice. probably going to keep doing another, uh, uh, another couple of those, um, because it's a, it's a whole new experience and I'm really enjoying that part of it. So we'll see what happens with that. But then, like I said, I mean, I'm just, I'm just auditioning, seeing, you know, seeing what people will give me. <laughs> That's I funny. love it. Waste <laughs> no time, you know, staying hungry. Yes. No, you can't, you can't waste time. You can't sleep in this industry. You got to always be kind of on your hustle and uh, but it's good because it keeps me busy during all of this sort of downtime. So I'm grateful for that. But we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, I've I've been able to really just kind of spend time with my daughter and, uh, you know, just sort of take in everything that's going on in the world. And and in the meantime, just get to create for myself a little bit. So it's exciting. That's awesome. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing your projects, you know, what Thank you're writing you. and you know that um yeah let me know when that comes out and i'd love to see it yeah absolutely yeah it's i'm excited about this one my my boyfriend who's also an actor uh co-stars in it with me and it's like a little eight minute uh eight or nine minute video and uh it's really fun so i'm excited about that one i've never in a million years thought that i would be like i'm gonna post a movie i shot and started but here we go (laughs) Right? Hell yeah. Here we go. My microphone just fell over. But yeah, (laughs) I'm so excited. This is like totally new for me. So it's gonna be fun. (laughs) And um, yeah, so where where can people, um, you know, get a hold of you, find your stuff? I'm basically, you know, I'm really bad with the social media. Isn't that sad? Uh, I have a Facebook uh, (laughs) under Liz Priestley. And I do put stuff there. And then um, really just my IMDb page. That's the only other. I wish, you know, one day I'm sure I will have to make an Instagram or something. But I'd be so boring. It would just like be pictures of my feet and like hashtag Merry Christmas. I don't know. But but for now, it's just uh, the Facebook and my IMDb page. But anything I do. Those will be the first two places that you see it. So you can find me there. <laughs> Sweet. And um, I'd like to thank you, you know, for coming on. And uh, man, oh, you're absolutely. great. And then, uh, yeah, just let me know uh, when those projects come out. And uh, I'll post it on the episode links. And uh, can't wait. Thank you so much. This is I'm so, so, so excited for everyone to see the movies and, and really Ah, I'm so excited for Concrete Cowboy to come out. So yeah, we'll definitely we'll have to talk again about it. Oh, <laughs> I'm for sure. Reactions. Alba. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> Method Man's like, oh, that Idris Elba man. No, I'm just... <laughs> Method Man. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> he had to know going into the movie, right? He had to know, like, now look. It's just gonna be in this, and you gotta stand next to him a little bit. So just, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Method Man. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, Method Man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had a great time. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. You have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye.
Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewygmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase, just let me know and I'll add it on. And uh, yeah, you'll be rocking, styling, social media. Don't forget to follow me on there on Facebook, Screaming Chewy Show. I like to share memes, just make up stupid shit, share my episodes on there and just whatever. Um, Check out my YouTube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit you know what i mean and uh, yeah just check out my youtube and uh twitter it's at Ch- screaming chewy yeah not screaming chewy show i should change it to that but for now it's just screaming chewy and uh thanks again for tuning in see you next week peace